on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. That's hot. Adult film stars Matt Hamilton. Mr. Clean's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's buff and he cleans. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. No, you're not having a stroke. Primetime Wolersheim. A little miscommunication, I guess. I'm used to Alex Strope. I'll give him a, a shout-out, and he is in the bullpen here at the ESPN Madison Studios. I'm used to Alex back there who can... Straighten out the log for us. You're going to be Brown. nice to Strove? Yes, because wow. I'm going to crap on primetime right now. <laughs> I, I'm used to a guy like Strove where he just fixes the brakes for us. I didn't realize, Molly, we were a disaster and we're all over the place. I don't want people in their car being like, wait, what time is it? Uh, is, you know, Alex comes over because <laughs> they hear the open. You, so going forward, we'll just do a little training on the air here at primetime. Don't play the open at 515. Like, you can just skip that part of it. Clearly, that's... That ship has sailed. So what matters more, the uh, producer to watch the clock or the host to watch the clock? Producer! Really? I'm just a talking head! Well, but then I try to tell you to go to a break and you don't listen. Oh, I love the sass coming well, I'm from just prime saying, time. What am I supposed but to follow, do here? Follow, the sass you're, is you're, so real. You're I in love the it. you're in the uh, the host chair with me. Whose job is it to watch the clock? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Uh, it's a team it, collaboration. When also, it, it the clock a, technically is not even up over here. It the says, clock let's is finish not working. setting up your PC. I didn't realize the, yeah, clock. The, the, the clock on your phone wasn't working either. This is the clock I'm looking at oh. right in front of me. Use your resources. <laughs> yeah, go find Alex Strofe next time something like this happens and All fix right. it. The sassiness on the show, I miss being on the show. You guys are just a different, different set of crew when it's four to six, I tell you. Yeah, Love absolutely. It. We are a sassy bunch here. We have never figured out what kind of dog I am. Uh, you can chime in what type of dog do you think you would be. What about Alex Strofe? What type of dog is Alex Strofe? 844-770-3776. What's like an annoying dog that's just like begging for your attention? <laughs> Chihuahua? Mm, He's too big to be a Chihuahua. Vicious. What about like a... What's like a skinny... Like a lab? Mm, not like annoying, but like labs no. are very like... They love attention. They love affection. I'm thinking like a skinny, shaggy dog that just like won't leave you alone. <laughs> Maybe it has rabies. <laughs> definitely has fleas. Shroff <laughs> definitely doesn't get his shots. So yeah. Eats steak in bed, like yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely has as as fleas. I think that would be uh, that be the case. Dave from Deerfield chimes in. Different show, but do you think Ben Brust would be a rabid hyena, constantly circling himself and biting at his tail? <laughs> Is that Ben Bruss or is that Alex Strofe? That's, I don't know. Uh, I think that would go to Ben Bruss. They are very similar. You can chime in with uh, whatever dog you think uh, they would be on the other shows as well. What would Jim be? Jim's like, he's got like the attitude of a pit bull, but like if he were to ever do anything, he wouldn't do anything. Do you know what I mean? Me you know what I mean? Yeah, he's just <laughs> saying he talks, talks to talk, but doesn't walk the walk. Exactly. Okay, but that's, um, I'll be honest, I have pit bull mix. That's my pit bite. bull. She looks the part and barks at everyone that walks by the, uh, like we have a fence, we have a privacy fence, and everyone that walks by, she just loses her mind at, and she looks fierce. And then we have edge construction in our house, and those guys just, they're just walking the door, and she's just like, hey. <laughs> Do you look like your dog? I don't think so. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That people, some, some people do look like their dogs. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah. People start to look like their dogs. Or do their people dogs start to look, look like their spouses, too. I don't people know how that like happens me. there, but it definitely happens a little bit. They blend into like a, a face. I don't know. 
I don't think that's gonna happen to me. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, we just look very different. Well, I don't think I don't think I look like my wife. <laughs> Prime time. Do you think old Do you think old married couples start to look like each other? Um, it, once they hit a certain age, maybe. Um, I also, I mean, this sounds very Matt Hamilton of me. All old people kind of start to blend together. That like, is true. There are so many yeah. old people. Like Tom Hodricourt looks like my dad. Like it's just like the old. Like there's a look of like old guy, seventy, skinny, shaved head, goatee. <laughs> like it's just like right. So like specific. But like so that's my dad. Walter so like, my, like he's older, so he's a little bit bent over a little bit now. So like I would say like five ten. Like he normally be six feet, but you get older, you kind of hunch a little bit. So six feet, my dad is, and probably a hundred and sixty-five pounds, shaved head, and goatee. Is, <laughs> doesn't that describe like sixty-five percent of the male population that age? You might have just described Brian more. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shaved head? Where's the shaved head? I have a hat on. Maybe, it's not a shave. Maybe for a reason. <laughs> what? Actually, I don't know what Stop Ryan Wallersheim's head looks like, to be honest. <laughs> He's always wearing a hat. Since since taking over the show full time, I have become just the hat producer look guy. I really have just fully committed to the bit. Does Jim make you lose your hair? Because <laughs> I it, can see it. It's like today. You're right. Or is it one of those things where like you had like a childhood, as like a politician had this, where like that childhood scar, like they hit their head like under the... Uh, I think under the sink on like some plumbing and they like cut their head enough that it looks like they have a bald spot but it was actually they've had it most of their life because it like they couldn't grow hair because they scalped themselves basically I have no you can definitely look it up the former governor oh. uh, has that problem oh I think yeah, it happened to him like- as a kid and yeah there's like a I, I teach people things I taught the other day Zach Thomas you guys didn't know he got ran over when he was a baby like at two years old his, I heard you guys talking about that that was very got, interesting he got squished so there you go just if people you want to like me you want your son to be a football player you might want to run him over with a truck I don't know I mean I'm just not giving parenting <laughs> I think advice I'll pass. <laughs> I think I'm good just what it's a lot of money there well I mean you don't have concussion problems you've already just blown right by that when you've been went over by a truck you just kind of like it's like a superpower you're just invincible right it's like point. a callus it's built up you've rearranged the shape of your head what else could happen to you after that uh i'll tell you what uh chalmers jewelers is fantastic we were out there last night actually and they have the gem show going on right now and you can get yourself here's the thing they got a lot of loose gems so you can get gems that are you know thousands of dollars make yourself a really beautiful centerpiece uh, for like a necklace something like that you can get smaller gems all the way down to like fifty dollars make yourself some earrings uh, and everything in between they had gem rings so you basically pick out the gems that you want for uh, a wholesale price because Scott gets all these he doesn't buy them from other people and then sell them to you he went and got them himself so he has all these gems and then he uh, is now selling them to you and then you can get them however you want them customize them how you see please so you can go do that at Chalmers Jewelers in Middleton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know what time it is or where we are on the clock. Presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Rutledge 
Justin Hamilton rolling on on a Friday. Molly Brown in for Matt Hamilton. We're asking you what kind of dog do you think that you are? What kind of dog do you think Jim Rutledge is? Sadler, a.k.a. Pat McAfee fan, fam man. Uh, Jim is a husky that is really hairy, and Meat Sauce is a Saluki. Do you know what a Saluki is, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, aren't those like, uh, oh my God, those are like uh, Austrian dogs. They're like super skinny and like long, basically. I mean, very like long hair. They shed a lot. <laughs> Don't really keep themselves too well. I've, it's, it's so I've heard. Why so in Illinois? I know he knows a lot about Salukis. I've never heard of this dog until this text message. <laughs> it's the mascot for Southern Illinois University, the Salukis. So why do you know so much about I it? I know that because my grandma lives in Southern Illinois. <laughs> I go to a lot of the games. Southern. And is there so a you had to look up the information on the pit bull. On the pit bull. Pit bull. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got a pit bull in front of me. On a Saluki. Sorry. Well, yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna be in the area and I'm gonna go to the games, yeah, I want to know what the mascot is. I was curious, so I looked it up one day. Their mascot is the Saluki. Yeah. That is so weird. Their mascot at first glance almost looks like the Washington State logo, but it's not. Oh, it's kind of a ripoff of Washington State's logo. It looks very similar. A Saluki would not scare me, though, if I'm going up against it. No, no. Does Strofe scare you, though? Uh, no. Uh, So Strofe totally is a Saluki. I think that's pretty dead on by Sadler. Meat sauce Saluki. Nate Madison chimes in. (laughs) Jim is a chihuahua, all bark, thinks he's bigger than he is, assumes people like him, gets annoying after 18 seconds. Uh, just playing, wow. Jimbo, is what uh, <laughs> Nate had to say on there. 844-770-3776. I don't, I don't know what type of dog I would be. I mean, I could be like my, my pit bull that is a lot of bark, but honestly pretty chill. Eh, I, f- I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we could do better. But also, when you read a personality, this is not me. Fun-loving companion, gentle and patient with with everyone. Does not necessarily describe. Does it? Does me. it include lots of like hugs, especially for mother-in-laws in there for owners? Because then, uh, then it's definitely not Jim. The dog is probably giving my mother-in-law more hugs than I have. <laughs> How about a wiener dog? Do we have a wiener dog in the office? <laughs> anyway? What? No. Um. Uh, maybe G. Dog? What? <laughs> think G's a wiener dog. Hugs Gravette. Yeah, he's uh, like skinny. Uh, uh, but he's tall. He's kind of like he's long, and he's pretty like he's sinewy. You know, he like referred. You he know re- what I mean? Yeah, he referred to himself earlier as a golden retriever when we had the initial discussion about long, golden low silhouette. So he's tall, but he's long. Uh, and then you have ever alert expression, bold and vivacious personality. Huh? Uh, I think we got. He find- does play with frisbee, so maybe he is a golden retriever. <laughs> I think he's we got to find something sure. a bit more uh, unique for Alex Gravatt because. Um, he himself says that he has big ears and big eyes. So, like, what's a big ear dog? Pug, like a weird looking like Doberman. Doberman, maybe, but that's a giant dog, obviously. But jeez, he's, he's, he's big yeah. guy. A beagle, <laughs> beagle, sleek and powerful, possessing both magnificent physique and keen intelligence. Well, damn, I want to be a pincher. God, <laughs> someone described me as a Doberman pincher. Good lord, what a. Did a Doberman write this description? <laughs> Sleek and powerful, possessing both a magnificent physique and keen intelligence. That's definitely not me, I'll tell you that. I don't want to get dumped. But maybe I could be a little bit more like a uh, Doberman if I worked out a little bit more at Carbonwell Health. I'll have to step it up a little bit so I can at least be, uh, what's the word? Sleek and powerful. 
and uh, magnificent physique. The intelligence won't help. That won't come through carbon health. But Dr. Nestor Rodriguez is plenty intelligent. He can help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals, whether it's semi-glutide like I'm taking, or you could do hormone replacement, or you could work out there. It could be a combination of everything. Go see Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, sign up for the six-week experience, and see how carbon world health can help you. Go ahead, Molly. Um, what was he? Oh, I didn't want to get dumped. I didn't want Ryan to have to hit the dump button. What about Wait, like a, what? A, 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 a shitsu? Shitsu. You can say it. <laughs> it's it's allowed, yeah. Okay. What about a shitsu? But I, you could say it how I said it in the joke, which still bothers me. <laughs> what was Wait, your joke? joke? All right. I will, you know the punchline now. You ever go to the, uh, the zoo, uh, and, and you ever go to like this really bad zoo, it's only got one animal on exhibit. Uh... It's a real. <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> but like apparently you can't say that. But it's a fun. The answer is the dog. Right. No Wildy might be the wiener dog, as uh, Daryl Deerfield chiming in with that. And a yeah, you are... it's a great dog to be though. It yeah. is. Everyone loves it. Molly hasn't heard this joke before. It's not got another dad joke because it's five thirty-five on a on a Saturday. I don't think you heard this one. On a Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> on a Friday. Excuse me. You really don't watch the yeah. clock, right? What what time is it? Grandpa's getting tired. It's a long week. Um. Oh, hold on a second here. So I gotta get I gotta get it geared up here. This is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Call into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Why don't you uh go ahead and uh, give us some of your uh good puns or dad jokes. So what do you call the wife of a hippie? Wife of a hippie. Uh, sh- never mind. I don't know. Mississippi. <laughs> oh, I've heard this joke before. Yeah, yes. Okay. But I like it. It's a good one. I don't know if I told it to you on the air before. It's your, a good one. Your kids love that one, don't they? Actually, my wife liked that one. I made her laugh pretty hard, too. The kids didn't necessarily get it. Cool. Puns are a little bit above their heads, so like some of the puns they got. Is that a pun? Yeah, well, it was in my big book of puns <laughs> that I got. You have a big book of puns? So I got it because I really like the show The Last of Us. Yep. And so my wife, uh, in the in the show, the girl walks around with a specific book, like someone's big book of puns too. And so my wife got me that book because I laughed at the puns in the movie or in the, okay, show, in the show. And I enjoyed the show. Cute. And it was cheaper than getting me the watch that was in the show. So she got me the, the book <laughs> that was in the show. But it was a perfectly thoughtful gift. And so I, I have uh, the big book of puns. That's cute. It's really yeah. cool. That's very thoughtful. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Uh, <laughs> 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. We are asking you a couple of different questions here. And uh, we'll take this. Brian, will play Stone's next segment then, the yeah, last yeah, segment yeah, of the show. That, yeah. So how we'll do that here. So we are asking you as a Packers fan, would you rather that Jordan Love be a good QB or Matt LaFleur be a good head coach? 69% of you. Nice. Thanks. I'll just do it myself. Uh <laughs> Think the QB matters more, and uh, then obviously 31% of you say the floor and the head coach matters more. Take that for data. <laughs> the people have spoken. <laughs> Eric and Madison, or Eric chimes in. I was having a bad day, and my friend said, At least you're not stuck in a hole in the ground full of water. I don't know what that means. He said, I knew he meant well. It was just kind of like a. Oh, that was a dad oh, joke? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It's good, right? No? Yeah, I, I think we can think do so. better. All right. And we'll we take your puns or dad jokes. 844-770-3776. I could have delivered that one a little better, but yeah. <laughs> don't, don't take the credit for it not being a good joke. No offense, Eric. Send us another one. <laughs> 844-770-3776. Share your dad jokes because the Packers lost and everyone's annoyed and sad. So we'll take some... Uh, 
some dad jokes here. I think overall for this Packers game, you just have to kind of take it as part of the learning process with this team. We don't know what Jordan Love is. I think what we do know is that the first game against Chicago, he looked like the next great Packers quarterback. But Chicago's trash. The next game against Atlanta, he looked pretty good for three quarters, but when it mattered, he didn't come through. Against Atlanta, against New Orleans, he looked bad for three quarters, but when it mattered, he did come through. And against Detroit, that was the worst game he's played as a professional quarterback. And so, yeah, Kansas City back in the day was pretty bad. Yeah, but that's starting. Quarterback. Yeah, but like this, Legit. like that one's unfair. Like so, this four window, he's had one awful game, two average games. When you figure out Atlanta and New Orleans, we'll kind of call them average. Over those two games, we'll just call it averaged out, and one great game or good game. Because against Chicago, so we'll call it good, not great. So that's where he's at. So right now, he's play. I would give him a C of exactly what the Packers record is, two and two. I think he's overall been average. Now, if you want to grade that on Kurt when you didn't think he'd be average, that's fine. But I think he's been an average quarterback right now. I'm just setting aside his statistics because, again, touchdown interception ratio is good, but it's getting worse. He's turning the ball over now with fumbles and interceptions. His completion percentage climbed a little bit, but still below 60 on the year. And his QB rating is plummeting, so is his QBR. So I think he is a average QB, and I think that's how it's going to play out this year, that he'll end up being an average QB. And then you'll have to decide, is that a stepping stone or is that just who he is? I think I'd be more concerned, obviously, if he was playing like this next year. But it's very easy for me to just kind of like brush off his not good playing because this year my expectations were so low. My expectations for this entire team are so low. Like My expectations, even when they had Aaron Rodgers, were low because I don't like to be a Matt Hamilton and get my hopes up to get my heart crushed. All right. You guard your heart. I do. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I'm doing this year where it's like I look at it I'm like, Jordan loves does some good things. Great. If not, then like there's a lot to learn from. And I'm hopeful that he'll learn from it to build upon for the next years to come. Where do fish keep their money? I don't know. The riverbank. But um I feel like we need like a sound effect to go like that is Yeah, I wish I I really wish I had the the rim shot sound effect, but I've just... Why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Why? <laughs> because the pee is silent. <laughs> that one was pretty good. That one was good. <laughs> I like, yeah, I thought that was a good one there, Warsheim. That was a good one. All yeah. right, 844-770-3776. We will take uh, your puns and dad jokes. We do have someone on the line with their pun and dad joke right now. Eric in Green Bay All calling right. in with his own child as he is a father. All right. Yeah, currently holding an 18-month-old. I was, I was actually going to ask for polar bears to keep their money and have a snowbank, but someone did a, a similar one. So I'll yeah. go with, uh, why, why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? Why? He already had a hole in one. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. That was a good one. That I was... like that one. What do you call an angry then, carrot? Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was I was going to weigh in on the uh, good coach. Okay, yeah, please do. Please do. Um, I would. I would. I would go good quarterback, and that I just feel like it's, they're so hit or miss, and um, it's it's one of those things like you know, far lasted through a, a handful of coaches and. Had, was able to kind of elevate a team, and then you get the. Eventually, I feel like you can find the right coach for that quarterback. Um, it's I, you just see some of these teams that have gone so long without a decent quarterback, and you know, like Andy Reid, phenomenal coach, and didn't quite put it all together until he had his quarterback, and 
I mean, obviously, I, you want both, but I, I'm a good quarterback on that. Uh, thank you for the call there. Molly, you discovered who did this. <laughs> good God. <laughs> what? <laughs> thank God I did not break the microphone. Solved. All right, so to start the show. Molly Brown spilled some uh, seltzer water sort of stuff on the on and off button here at the Everlight Solar Studio, and her microphone did not work. She thought she broke microphone. Our expert producer, Primetime Wolersheim, just a technician extraordinaire, basically looked through every option out there, through his brain, was like, I, I don't know what's going on, just move over. You probably broke it. That, that seems like the most likely thing that you broke the microphone, even though you spilled it on the on and off button. You just you were just like because it wasn't that didn't, the light didn't turn on and off. It was just no sound came through. Yep. So you thought as a producer, all right, I have the mic on and up, and uh, so she spilled water on the on and off button. So that must clearly be why you can't hear her. Yeah. And uh, what have we just discovered here, primetime? Uh, Maddie or Maddie Molly has found that the microphone was simply just not plugged in, and, and it's some I. I, it is beyond me that it's unplugged, uh, actually. I never would have touched that, I, nor do oh I know who God. would have done this. That is 100% Matt Hamilton. 100%. Yeah. Why would he unplug the microphone? He's never unplugged the microphone. He's a golden retriever. Because he doesn't That's want anyone why. else to sit in his seat. He's obviously yeah. just jealous. Dear God. <laughs> I can't believe it took me that long to figure that out. We're almost done Look, with the show. To be honest, I would have thought... Molly would have noticed that if that was the case. No, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you are sitting in the Prime seat. Time. You're the you producer. In the seat. Do you know how to troubleshoot? Good God. Well, I'm troubleshooting everything else. I'm trying to run the clock and also. You my... can't run the clock either. <laughs> well, because. What exactly is it that you do here, Primetime? You can try. I'll leave, you know what? I'll, Ryan, I'll, I'll head out 15 minutes early. Then Ryan is literally the meme of the dog, speaking of the dog, with everything around him on fire. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Everything's under control. Situation <laughs> yes, normal. exactly. We're, fine. We're all fine. I love here. that he just tried oh, to blame me, you. though. Right. Like, what, that is uh, a, how did you that not is, notice? That it? is such a husband move to try to blame <laughs> the woman. Hey, <laughs> like, it really was like, hey, like I think that's on on you for not noticing. <laughs> all right, it's literally your job. It's on you. Well, yeah, really, basically, Molly, it's like on you that you can tell him to take out the trash. Like, it was his job to take out the trash, but you didn't tell him to take out the uh-huh. trash, so it's your fault for not telling him to take out the trash. Yeah, That's exactly. essentially the equivalent there. Uh, Ryan, you're a Star Wars fan, right? <laughs> yeah. I just guessed. It just seemed right, right? Oh, it just seemed right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. Is can we do more a- back there? Can we do do more? Can we do it? Are we getting that on the talking text line? No, this is from Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. Stop trying to do things and just do it. Either fix it or don't fix it. There is no try. I did. I didn't fix it. Right. I didn't. So So can we start to? Can you either manage the clock or not manage the clock and not try? Either the point is, you know, the coach. If it's not done, it's not done. Either you do it or it's not done. Nobody cares if you tried. Is the point? You want to hear a dad Uh, joke from Jake and Edgerton to lighten the mood? Mm -hmm. Two fish in a tank. One turns to the other and says, do you know how to drive this thing? <laughs> I got one here that's, uh, what do you call an angry carrot? Mm, I don't know. A steamed veggie. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. Last one. Uh, how do you make an egg roll? Roll it down the hill? I don't know. Like, with, like Close. You push it. You push it, yeah. <laughs> That was dumb. Dad jokes are dumb. All right. I got the last one for you. What do you call a pile of cats? 
These are so good. <laughs> what do you call a pile of cats? Cat hill? I don't know. A meowton. <laughs> <laughs> this is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. All right, guys, it is time for Throwing Stones here at the end of the show. Now, we all know sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, they confuse me almost as much as microphone plugins. Um... (laughs) So Yeah, a little news flash here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, live from the Everlight Solar Studio, Jim Rutledge, Molly Brown. We've got to introduce everyone, Ryan. You can't just roll into this. So Ryan came in here to look for the cord, Molly, and try to fix it. Like, he came in here, picked up the cord, mm-hmm. looked under the desk, cord didn't stretch long enough. So why he thought that that's where the cord would go if, like, it didn't stretch long enough, and then just kind of looked befuddled and put it down, and I said... Plug it into the microphone, Ryan. You gave me less than three seconds to figure it out, Jim. You're like, you should uh, well, have just known sight unseen. Unfortunately, yes. Ryan, I believe that Jim thinks that if you are a producer of a radio show, that you're supposed to be like a technological whiz. Oh, he certainly does. A whiz? Plug in the microphone where the microphone is. Well, I, it plugs into the desk so that it connects back right, to the audio Right, but you can clearly system. see... There was a missing connecting well, I piece. I couldn't see because I didn't have the perspective that you did. I just walked in the room. <laughs> You've been Give staring me five at seconds. it all day. Uh-uh, Can't see because it's blocked by oh, all this beer. A lot of excuses. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. Sorry. Too many excuses for me today. Too many excuses for the Packers yesterday, too. They gave up 34 points, the first of which came out a touchdown by Amon Rossane Brown. After St. Brown scored that touchdown, he decided to hop in the stands for his own little Lambo leap with some Detroit Lions fans. But when he did that, uh, caught some of the Coors Light himself on his back from a salty Packers fan. So I ask you guys, is it okay or is it out of line for the Packers fan to pour beer on a player who jumps in the crowd for a Lambo leap? Molly, start with you. Uh, totally out of line. I will say that let, let's go fair or foul here, right? It is totally fair for the player, Amon Rossain Brown, to jump uh-huh. into the Lambo Leap section. Okay. That's fun. That's fine. Dumping a beer on somebody, like, do we forget that these players are humans? I, yes, I just can't always. I just can't imagine, like, of course we do, but like I just can't imagine ever doing that to anybody, let alone like like a player jumping into me. Like, I'm just gonna be excited that there's an NFL guy like Never mind, I'm not gonna finish that sentence. But also, that Coors Light at Lambeau Field is not cheap. That is expensive very beer. In what? Very true. Like, how much? That's crazy. You're well, jumping like, 20 like a $20 bucks, 16, beer. $18 right there? Yeah, For sure. Sell them in the 16 ounces. Tall boys. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. Jim? Just dump Not them surprisingly, down. King Troll House of D chimes in. Uh, it's a personal space issue. You come into my space, I'm dumping beer on your face. But he didn't. He jumped into Lions fans. Yeah. And then uh, a Packer fan reached over and dumped a beer, which and is also- on brand for House D that you call that your personal space. I would say this. It all 
like jumping into a lion. He found a lion section yep. and jumped in. Y- you have to own it. It's just like the Lions own the Packers right now. They've won the last four games. And if they want to jump into the stands and mock your tradition, there's one way to shut them up about it, and that's beat them. So he did it. He jumped in. He jumped into the Lions fans. So he wasn't being disrespectful. He didn't do anything vulgar. He just jumped in to a Lions fan area. Someone dumped beer on him. He gave him the bird. It all came out the same. I, I mean, it all came out in the wash. Like, you jump in, you have to take the risk that some jerk might dump beer on you. That person's a uh, jerk for dumping beer on you. And St. Brown flipping him off. Fair game. I also don't yeah. think that it's like mocking the tradition of the Lambo Leap. Like, it well, might just it, be something like, mo- it is a historical stadium. It's done as a little bit of a troll, though. Like, Yeah, certainly. Yes, it's... Just like the belt. Like, it's just a thing. It's not disrespectful. It's just like, I'm going to do it. But also, like, if you're in that section, you are expecting people to jump into your lap because you're in that area so of I'll the say stadium. This, the guy who poured the beer on him was, like, behind the group of Lions Yeah, fans. But I've it's still the clip. like It's still not... You're still right there. You still don't need to dump a beer on a guy. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he should. And again, as House D chimes in, he says, I'm the bad guy for defending the non-Packers. Neither one of you think that guy should have dumped a beer on him. It's out of no, line. Yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, so... Two Packer fans. I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I'm just saying it's a jerk move. He was a little too... He had too many Coors Lights. It happens. Yeah, yeah. jerk move. Guys, but you don't need to be kicked out. You don't need, nothing bad needs to happen. But, like, you did a jerk thing. Yeah. Your friends would be like... If you're next to that, they'd be like, dude. I would just be pissed if I'm the people around, too, because you know that that beer didn't just go on the player. Oh, no, yeah. totally the went on, like... Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. gross. Yeah. Out of line. Well... One more question I got for you guys then is I don't think we're going to see as many out-of-line antics during the Toy Story game this Sunday. I don't know if you guys are aware of this one. I think I loosely heard something about this. So uh, this weekend we have a London game. It'll be broadcasting 8.30 a.m. Central Time. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Atlanta Falcons. And ESPN is doing an alternate broadcast intended to... (laughs) target children who might actually be up at 8.30 on a Sunday morning. Kind of love it. Um, so they're doing a broadcast essentially with Toy Story characters animated onto the field and as part of the commentary crew, pretty much. So it's going to be an alternate broadcast where instead of like the Nickelodeon just having like kids commentate on the game, it's full like cartoon characters running on the field along with players. So I ask you guys, Jim, you're a father. Molly, you're a mother. Would you guys want to watch this version of the game more or less? I mean, less. I also don't know if it necessarily pulls kids in who aren't into sports. Like, my daughters are just starting to wrap their brain around football. Of, like, what are we doing? Like, why are they doing all this? And, like, they're starting to, like, put it together so they're enjoying it more. Like, basketball is just easier to pick up. Yeah. Just go back and forth, put the ball in the hole. And so, like, this one is, like, all right, why are they stopping? And why are they trying to get 10 yards at a time? Why are they doing this? And now you start throwing animated figures on there. It's just going to be, like confusing and disorientating the the broadcast of like if you had like the obviously the big names there but if you had any of the characters from the show like from the movie doing the, the broadcast in their voices like that'd be cool that'd be amazing and that would be really probably worth it and that would bring in kids and i'd probably i'd watch it with them too and make an appointment viewing but in this case it seems like they're trying to do a nickelodeon thing and i don't think it's gonna work nickelodeon thing is kind of fun uh, yeah, I would agree with you, but it's also I kind of it's kind of a great idea when you think about it, though, too, with it being on a Sunday morning. That if let's say mom and dad actually want to be able to watch the game, well, they might be able to because their kid's going to be watching a cartoon with them. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be cartoons and football. So I don't know. I don't know. I might look at it just to see what it looks like, but I'm definitely going to watch just the normal broadcast. Yeah, you're going to get up at eight thirty for the game. 
Uh, who's it between Jacksonville and who? Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons. I'll wake up when I wake up. I'll probably be up. I have a, a six-month-old. I think I'm going to be up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. You know what? Molly's been working hard. She's no part-timer. She's not skipping out today like Matt Hamilton did. You know what, Molly Brown? You get this win today. Shout out to me. Packers didn't get the win. Packers fans are down. Molly Brown on the come up, ladies and gentlemen. Well, because of that, I'm going to share this stat. Jordan Love recorded the lowest QBR of any QB all season. That honor used to hold to Daniel Jones, but now it's Jordan Love's. So he might have had the highest as well. So it's a roller coaster with him. Yeah. Is this your new outro song? Yeah. Drive only on, time. Only Take on me Fridays? Home. No, all or is time. It every day? All time. I'm home by 6 o'clock, so I don't get to finish the show every day. Well, now you want to stay in the car to hear uh, Eddie Money. What a rocker's name. All right, enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.